all they asking me who this is on the shirt. Let me show you, bro. So this is the website right here. I don't know if you can read this or the not. The Ma and Pop Show. Yeah, this is the Ma and Pop Show right here, bro. Please tap in with them. This we about to play some of their music right now. You gonna hear it? You gonna see what we've been talking about? You ready to go? You got you got the music that y'all sent to me. Hold on, I'm nine cent. Oh, you sent it already? Yeah. What, what's it? What's the um email? Three eighty. What, what did he text you? I well, I'm just just tell me three eighty. Studios. Uh huh. One. Yep. At gmail.com. All right. Cool. So, um, let me go back. Get this good info that I need. Okay, got it. I'm hoping that um, you'll be able to get it. What's your name, engineer? Get, let me get this information together for you, bro. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna make sure I tag it to you when I put the comments. Yeah, yeah. And you can follow us too. It's the ma and pop show.com. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that shit, right? Uh, Ooh, that broken English boy. What's wrong with it? Use hair brushes. Oh, that's the wrong one. They sent the wrong, the wrong type of file. Is it on YouTube or something? What? Well, I sent you an MP3. You can't take MP3. No, yeah, yeah. Broke. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so go to um, uh, go to Caustic Dames, Caustic C A U S T I C Dames dot com. All right, y'all. So we getting the music together right now. But in the meantime, live. What's been What's been going on with y'all, man? What y'all been on? You know what I'm saying? What type of time have y'all been on? We got some good music ready for y'all, man. We get ready to tune in, and um, man. Okay, this one is exciting for a lot of different reasons, man, because, you know, one thing I wanted to do was make sure that I got a good spread. Caustic, C A U. A music, yes, sir. S T I C. Hey, that boy Decker. You know what I'm saying? It's D A M E S. So we get ready to set up right now, man. We get ready to get a lot of good questions answered, get some good music played for y'all, man. And, um,. You know, this is a really good. This is a really good episode. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this one because this is something that I've been wanting to show y'all. Like, that's the reason why we doing this show. You know, this show is like it's about putting on. It's about exposing y'all to new things and all of that. But this, what these two ladies got going on in particular, is the reason why this show exists. And you about to understand all of that in about in, in about a good 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> I love it. Y'all about to understand all of that. In about a good, in, in about a good, give me, give me about 10, 15 minutes. We're going to get to the bottom of it. You good? <clears throat> Show him your shirt. So you, so you been out studio? So that's it right there. Yeah, yeah. That's where y'all need to be at. Right there on the ground. Right there. And pop. That's the ma. I'll be that pop. That's it. Straight. <laughs> That's it. It's a family thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I mean. Yeah. All right. So y'all, uh, y'all get y'all, y'all open up y'all little, little listening ears right now. We about to get into this, man. We gonna, you know, get in that mode and get ready to have a good time and enjoy our uh, ourselves up in here. That's right.
on another fantastic episode of TME. You open mic. Monthly open mic. We give away $200 at the core, East Point, themindpopshow.com. We have our next open mic, June 28th, where y'all can come on through, show your talent, get some money, bring some love. We're going to show love. It's what we do. The Ma and Pop Show dot com. That's why I'm telling you. M A A N D P O P S H O W dot com. Y'all feel that? Feel that? Understand that? Know that? And of course, y'all know I'm Ma. And I'm Pop. <laughs> Where's Pop? And I'm Pop. Where's Pop? <laughs> <laughs> Where's she at? Yeah, you can play it. Which one you want to hear first? Uh, broken English, I think. Yeah. So it's already okay. Wait, wait so it's we already. Yeah, it's all it's yeah, recorded now, so we live now. Mm-hmm. Oh. special special guests in the building with me yeah you know what i'm saying this is our first return uh you know what i'm saying we finally had a guest come back that rocked with us at the very 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 beginning you know what i'm saying 
So uh, without further ado, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let these ladies introduce themselves. Y'all go ahead and let them know who is in here with us. Yeah, so we got the Papa Duke. It be the PA, the PA. Papa be like Daddy. The Duke be like the Dukey. And uh, we got the Ma up in here. That's crazy. That's super <laughs> dope. That, you want you want to introduce yourself? Uh, y'all know who I am. <laughs> I'm finna say, don't act like y'all don't know who this yeah, is. Yeah, y'all know exactly who I be. Y'all know who I it is. I be the Ma. Mimi Johnson, the Triple Threat, Log On, Caustic Entertainment Group, the Ma and Pop Show dot com, yo, and check it on June twenty eighth, which is this Monday coming. Mm-hmm. We got the Ma and Pop Show. We giving away uh, what? Shoot, two hundred. Two hundred dollars. We giving away. We giving away two hundred to the top artists. To the top three artists. And uh, at the core, so log on to ZamaAndPopShow.com. And we're having a wonderful interview. So, A Money, A, 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 T Money, A, T Money in the building. What's going on with y'all? What's up, live? How y'all feeling? You know, welcome to another episode of TME. I'm your host, T Money. You know what I'm saying? And we're getting ready to get right into it. We're getting ready to get some good some good questions answered. I got a lot of stuff I want to hear y'all talk about. I got a lot of stuff I want to know. And, um,. Let's uh let's let's get into some more music though. I got some more music that I want to play real quick. So uh, I'm gonna jump out of here and go to the email real quick and uh get this sent over. Mm-hmm. The, but uh but anyway, in the meantime, let me ask y'all this. Let me throw this question out there because I've been I was curious about this when Papa Duke first brought it up when she was here. How did this whole thing come about with the two of y'all like working together on music and <laughs> I want to hear the backstory about that. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, that that girl right there, that woman right there, Papa Duke, has been in the studios since she was about two years old. Uh-huh. Right? I, we, I get it from my mama, Joan Cartwright. Okay. What up, Joan? Who has uh, been uh, an entertainer all of her life. I became an entertainer all of my life, mm-hmm. and now my baby girl is an entertainer. So what happened was um, about, I don't know, four years ago, uh, Papa Duke, mm-hmm. I call her Mookie. That's my Mookie. Yeah, I'm the Mookie. <laughs> she um, was like, I want to start hitting the stages. I want to start hitting the stages. And I was like, cool, you want to start hitting the stages? So she just started hitting the stages right. by herself. Meanwhile, she had been watching me go mm-hmm. on tour all of her life all of her life. So it was inevitable that Papa Duke, Mookie Boo, was going to be an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's a writer. She's been around writers all her life, ever since she was two years old, a little baby in the studio. So mm-hmm. we, you know, I didn't press like, oh, you know, you so cute at three, four, five, six years old, I'm going to put you in beauty pageants and I'm going to put, nah. Right. I let her be the young person that she wanted to be when it was time for her to be a part of this entertainment industry. Then she would do it on her own in her own time and then get the blessings from the family. So that's how that happened. Right. And then, um, so I think it was like this time, maybe like 2020, in March or January, we had set our first show for the Ma and Pop show. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are we going to name mm-hmm. our our show? Because I was like, let's do an open mic. 
And she was like, um, well, you ma and I'm pop. So let's call it the ma and pop show. And I said, spell it. And she was like, the ma, M-A, and pop, P-O-P, show. So I put a website together and everything. And uh, it's been very successful. I mean, people, it, I mean, the, the, the venue has been packed out. Um, and at first, right. at first, you know, um, it really was like a virtual show. It right. really was just like a virtual uh-huh. show. And we were just posting it online and just going and just doing the show virtually yeah. and going to the um, venue because people weren't really coming out. Right. But as the um, time went on, you know, by the, by the end of the summer, it became very popular and now it's very popular now. I would imagine so with like people yeah. being like locked in the house. Yeah. And then now they got the opportunity to come, come back outside. Out. <laughs> and, and the funny thing about it is, is that, you know, I had this conversation with a lot of different people. It, you know, sometimes we get into it on the show, but pretty much everybody who I run into, I, I always want to know about, like, so when you was in the crib, what did you find out about yourself or what other, like, new interests did you find, like, during that time, you know? Because I know for me, like, when I was in the crib, I had so much time and so much opportunity to, like, get into new things and, like, learn about stuff that I had been hearing about and I just really didn't have the time to, like, sit down and read about it. And so... You know, I, I guess I'm just, I guess it's kind of like confirmation for me, you know, to hear that people are, you know, probably hearing about what you had, had going on and then got locked in the crib. And now that we back outside, it's like, oh, this is the first thing we're going to do. We finna go check out, you know what I'm saying, this new show. We've been hearing about this. And, and so, you know, I, I'm not surprised that, um, you know, that your following has continued to grow and, you know, things have gotten like to the point that they are at now. But um, my next question was this. So, so Papa Duke, tell me. What? How did the? How how did you set up the format of the show? Is that like something that y'all went back and forth about, or is it just like, like how did y'all come up with like the way that the, the well, talking show? Well, you gotta remember now. I I've been doing shows for a very very long time, and also Papa Duke is do has been doing um a lot of shows as well. So when we decided to do our own show, it was very easy yeah. for us to you know, put together our um, show agenda and what we wanted to do. And, you know, Mookie was like, all right, well, you know, let's do this and this and this. Then I was like, well, let's give away some money. And then she was like, well, um, let's, you know. So what I did was, because I, I, I'm an administrator, you know what I'm talking right. about? I'm a okay. scholar. So I, for me, having talent is great, but documenting and being in order, you know, for yeah. a business. Right. So I put together an agenda, and she looked at it, and she was like, okay, this is going to work. We get to get right. everybody to sign in, and then we, you know, the um, Lorraine to see a statement by sound shout out our audio engineer we would give her the paperwork and show her what we're going everything that we're gonna um you know perform in the production be it mm-hmm. her and i we always start the show we open the show we have open mic people come up we shout out the vendors shout out the sponsors we do another sh- song you right. know have other open mic artists come up so it was like a variety of how we wanted to put the show together, right? And and, and it's it's really cool. I mean, so yeah. like June twenty eighth, y'all need to come out to the core across the street from the East Point Rail in East Point, Georgia, 
Mm -hmm. um, and all of the information is at The Mind Pop Show, mm -hmm. which you can follow us. Um, but yeah, so it, it was really easy for us to put a show together because right. it's what we do. Oh, so let me, so, so I'm also curious about this. What is, now, what is the connection to East Point? Is that like, um, is that, how, how did that come about? Is that just where y'all landed for the show? Or, or just like, how did, how, what is the connection with East Point in terms of like yeah. your show and where you guys do it at? Well, your friend, what was his name? Um, Miles. Miles. Yeah, so we we were looking for a venue that we would be able to, you know, have like a nice amount of people, 20 right. to 40 people. Not nothing too big, not nothing too small. Um, and then, so Miles hooked us up with Noni, who is the owner of the core. Mm -hmm. And and then, so Miles, he hooked it up the first couple of times. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what, we want to keep doing it here. So then Noni, Noni Love, shout out, Noni Love, she was like, um, you know, I, I'm going to give y'all, you know, this rate. If you continue you know, to, to uh, book with us mm -hmm. every month, I'll give you this rate, you know, right. instead of a, a higher So it's like a relationship rate. then. It's it, not just yeah. a one-off sort of thing. And it's, it's, a, and it's a great, um, it's a great energy yeah. in, in, that, in that venue. It's right. a great energy, you know, and you can, you can set up your chairs how you like. And we just like the way um, the, the energy was in there. It, it, we, and when we produced the shows, um, people were tuning in, they were listening in, they were they were um, logging on, right. you know, and even though they didn't want to come out at first, now, you know, well, it, wait, so it'd let be me, standing room only. Let me get into that for a second. So what is what is it like to have people respond? How does that feel? I mean, we're great artists, so people are going to respond. We appreciate the, and are gratitude have gratitude, <laughs> you know, we're thankful. Talk about it, speak on it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're grateful and thankful that people, you know, love our style, that people love our energy, but, right. you know, Papa Duke Because I saw Papa solo. Duke perform one time, I was like, oh, you coming up in here? Yeah, she's It was a, a room full of other people, I'm like, forget all of that, like, you 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 coming up in here. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we she's a force. Yeah, we was at, where we at, like, at yeah. our bar or something like that? Maybe our, no, I think it was Union. No, it was our bar. Yeah, it you're was right. Our bar. right it was our bar or whatever, and I think Wait, they had Madison's like a takeover. Yeah, they had a whole a whole slew of people performing, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'll get to that later. Like, right? You got it facing the wrong way. I think I, you like when you turn it around, you be getting this in the picture. There you go. That's better. Um, but yeah, one, it only took one time for me to see it and hear it. I was like, oh no, this is like we got to hear this because at the at my core, I'm a I'm like a, a hardcore like hip-hop fan you know what i mean like i enjoy the sound that's going on now it's like popular and it, you see what i'm saying but i need some bars with you know what i'm saying with oh we breakfast. got that all day you now you got to keep in mind a lot of <laughs> the um lyrics that i spit because i'm a songwriter so when you go to mimi johnson the triple threat dot info you're gonna hear songs because i'm a vocalist and a composer oh, okay however mookie's dad rest in peace trouble funk we love you passed away some time ago and he wrote a lot of lyrics for me and him and i were the right. hip-hop ashford and simpson really oh yeah so man um, i want to hear more about that. oh yeah you're okay with, with it I, lost I wanna... cause oh yeah 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 most deaf so um so i just learned whatever lyrics as a as a as an mc mm -hmm. i'm from the bronx so it was easy for me to take mm -hmm. in the information when he was writing down. Now Mookie 
does all of his lyrics and I do my own lyrics and that's how we come together and produce, continue what? to produce the songs. Whoa. We still, we just recycle and remix those same lyrics. Right, okay, just like wow. with Caustic Dames, shout out to Spliff, who is part of Caustic Dames. We're the number one selling hip hop soul, female hip hop soul group in the world, wow. right? So now I, I love collaboration. So I performed with my mother, Joan Cartwright, Caustic Dames with Spliff, with Mookie, Papa Duke, mm -hmm. um, also other artists that have come in, in into our lives and also as a solo artist, and she is a solo artist as well, but the collaboration together is more powerful. Right, okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm loving it. I, I, I can, um, first of all, I, I kind of sense like the, the the East Coast vibe, when I listen to the music, like I'm listening to it and I'm like, okay, this sound like, you know, something that I would have been listening to when I was a kid because that's kind of where my origin with hip hop started. Like I started with a lot of East Coast music, you know, and then I had to go back, like once I got older, once I got into like my teens or whatever, I had to go back and get the West Coast and get the, you know, get the South and all of that. But when it first started for me, it was all East Coast rap, it was like, you know, like Jay-Z, Nas, right. um, KRS-One, EPMD. Um, MC Light, Queen Latifah, yes, right, Bahamadia. Yeah. You know, never yes. exclude, never exclude the female because we yes. are I remember my, I remember my mom used to be blasting that song, you and I, T-Y. You and I, T-Y, yeah. that's right. But the, the, male, the males and the females, like, it's just beautiful. It, it, you know, the, the hip-hop, um, the hip-hop just the culture the culture is just amazing and and we're growing and growing and growing yeah i, I love it I, I love it i love it i love it so let's take a quick music break right here we're gonna get into some other music real quick and uh we'll be back in one quick second man as always you know what i'm saying it's team money exclusive y'all in the building with me right now we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back you want to um get into that uh that first email that i sent you the one with um yeah so it, should, it should have a joint in there called pour it up We'll see y'all June 28th at the core with Papa Duke. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> and we're going to do a little instrumental something for y'all a little later. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Game. Game. That's going to that's gonna be it right there. <laughs> yes, boy. indeed. That's why y'all tune in because, you know, I like I said, I enjoy the live performance aspect of it. Like, of course, it's cool to hear people's music. And, of course, it's cool to, um, you know, hear like their backstories about it but man anytime we get new music like people come and break music with us mm -hmm. like that's what we're looking for and you know then obviously like if we could get some performances in the studio as well like that's even better that's right because it give an opportunity it get an audience an opportunity to see y'all in action you know like the people that might not be in it a you know like that's maybe right they, you know maybe they somewhere nearby and they can't make it to the show well it's, it's we got good, you that's a good culture it's, it's a you lot going on in atlanta it's always an event yeah it's, it's always an open every day of the week seven every days a week day. there's something going it's on something, something you can go to every day if you want to two shows probably for right real. so if you fucking with the wave you know what i mean like if you're really a fan of hip-hop in particular in atlanta you could find something to match your vibe every like, you day oh yeah it. every day and uh man look, you ready mm -hmm. all right you go ahead Yo, 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 here we go. Okay. Well, I think that chicken out the freezer. Listen. 
We making moves that you gotta see. Cups full of Hennessy. Air plus the B&B, the spot for my friends and me. We ain't a fan of no negative energy. No problems, no drama, just remedies. We taking shots to the head like a Kennedy. It's all weird fucking way to find serenity. I see dark skin, red bones, caramels. I see weed going around like a kerosene. I like chicks who do things but would never tell. I like chicks who got a head game that's very well. I like chicks who got a pussy with a cherry smell. I like chicks that's real hood like a belly bear. <laughs> Hey, that's Thank my favorite part of the song right there. We don't judge, bruh. Do whatever floats your boat. I like them tipsy, wearing nothing but a long trench coat. And some tube socks, giving niggas good deep throats. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tonight can be the night you better move right, stupid. Cause what the best do, what is be the best you. Okay, and see yourself for who you are, cause that's the best view. Besides these women showing ass, that's a breast too. They looking good in their jeans and they dress too. Raise your bottles to the sky, it's a toast to life. We getting lit in the crib and I'm the host tonight. Get in tune, ride the wave, get your motion right. Cause that'll be the only way you getting chose tonight. My advice is everybody keep a full cup And show some love to my team when they pull up It's all love when we slide, keep the guns touched And we don't leave from the party till the sun's up We got a lot of alcohol in the place We don't How buy it by the bottle cause we buy by the um, case you know, so We, we ain't here till 9 So soon Monsoon right there, man. You know what I'm saying? He just tapped in in the live with us, man. What y'all think about that? Yeah. yeah. Pour it up. Pour it up. It's definitely a um, it's a, a party song. That's definitely a kickback vibe, <laughs> right? Yeah, vibe. That's like the kickback vibe of all vibes. Like, I smell some barbecue. I see some Hennessy. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Women, yeah, That's right. A nigga just pulled out a seven worth of loud. You know what I'm saying? It's time to roll up and listen to that joint right there. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. We're going to make sure we keep that in the rotation as well. But um, back to the issue at hand. So tell me, tell me this. Where do you think the show is heading? Like, what do you think is is next on the horizon or like what are you guys working towards or you know how, how what do you think is next for the show that you guys are doing <sighs> to be transparent is this gonna continue to be uh, a live open mic something like a trademark how apache has their running um gnarly sin has had like a, a four-year span on open mics we we coming up on one year i've been doing a an erotic poetry show for two years so uh, it, it's just about getting to the very next year and making sure that we have a great anniversary show. We're going to do it every month. Right. We had our anniversary show in March, right? 
first anniversary? June, we had it. It was June? Was, uh, was it June? May, no, we had yeah. the last one in May. Uh -huh. So, what was the what was the vibe like for the anniversary show? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's never short of amazing. We have at least like eight to ten uh, local independent artists that'll mm -hmm. come through mm -hmm. and do poetry, sing, and rap. And you know the the best you know performer will win the most amount of money. Mm -hmm. And um, we just always make sure we set aside a budget to get the vendors in and make sure everybody has their light to shine to make that black dollar circulate. So Ain't that the point? Ain't that, that the yeah, whole goal? That, that is, the, for real, that's the end-all, be-all, to make sure that this show can continue to circulate for other up-and-coming artists. Right. Because it's always going to be somebody that has to do new stuff. And, you know, like our bar and Union EAV, mm -hmm. um, to Apache, to all of these, these you know, artisan bar, all these spots that have open mics, the core is going to be one of those ones that's known for uh helping rotate the black dollar that's right. that's mm -hmm. the that's the goal let's know? talk about that for a second what do you um what are your thoughts on the way that we approach money as a community like when we have black people that you know they finally get a little bit of money or whatever and like what what are you what are some of your thoughts around that like what do you how do you guys feel about like keeping the black dollar in the black community well, we always buy black. We we always. I, I, I want to um, go back to that last question real quick. We will be going on tour. We will be traveling the world with the Mind Pop Show, and we will be doing a television show as well with the Mind Pop hold, Show. Say, hold that for the MJTV Network. As far as far as the black dollar circulating, that's what we do. We when we go out, we go out. We we hit up all of the vendors. I don't care if it's ten dollars. You know, twenty dollars. We 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 purchase something from each one of the vendors, depending uh -huh. on our budgets, uh -huh. and it comes right back to us. It always comes right back because people buy tickets to our shows. They buy our T-shirts. They buy our music. Right. They buy our um, vending. You know, and then they support the vendors uh -huh. and support um, the people um, that are there at the show as well. So. It's all about supporting our people. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. And now, I mean, we're 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 landowners and land developers, so we're learning how to increase and build generational wealth right. for our family, so that we can get you know continue to support mm -hmm. other um, black um, companies. Now, here's the thing. You know, we gotta buy from other cultures. So you might as well go and see if they got an IPO and go and buy some of that stock. Yeah. Like the Dollar Tree. I'm a do I don't care how much money I got. The Dollar Tree uh -huh. is my store. You're right. I own stock in the Dollar Tree. Right. You understand? So if you can't go to, if you can't find a black-owned Dollar Tree or a black-owned whatever, or stores, whatever, go and see if they got an IPO. Find out what the ticker is. And go and um, purchase stock from 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 so that you can a, own so you right. can own that company. Meanwhile, still go after the black owned the black owned company. Right. So if I want me some shoes or want me a cute watch, I go and I um, see who who's black. You know who's the that's how I feel about black Nike designers yep. and all of that. Yeah, that's how I feel about Nike, Jordan, Adidas. Like, all of the stuff that is, like, a part of my everyday life, you know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, even where I grocery shop and all of that. Uh-huh. Like, I always try to make sure that I'm having, like, 
a piece of that company in my portfolio. That's right. Because you know what I mean? Like the dollar is gonna circulate. It's not gonna leave my pockets. You see what I'm saying? You build the more it. I, right. The more that I continue to invest in this company, the more yep. the evaluation is gonna work out in my favor. So So everything that you gas, food, everything that you spend money on, especially if it's not black owned, go purchase their stock. Mm -hmm. Put the everything. You know, everything that I got on, whatever it is, if it, if it ain't black on, <laughs> I own the stock. If they got a ticker, if they even, something happened. Uh-oh. If they, if they even have, it look like you got a load. Yeah. You need, you need a plug? No, 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 not yet. We good. Uh -huh. We still got 20% to even, go. Even, even, even if it's, a, um, you know, a, a, a black-owned companies are starting to um, have IPOs as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know... <laughs> It, buy they stock too. Yeah. You know, I own stock in black companies as well. Absolutely. But we know where all of the wealth has been driven to. So we need to capture that wealth. And that's buying stock. So if you going out and you buying Nike and you buying Hennessy and you buying QT and you buying whatever you buying, you need to make sure that you buying they stock and owning it through Cash App and Robinhood. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got Cash App. Cash App got so much stuff up there that you can invest in. It's really ridiculous. That's right. How deep Cash App get into it, and and the transaction is so smooth. You That's know, right. You have a port. You have money coming into your Cash App, and for me personally, I already whatever my Cash App balance is, I'm already looking at a percentage of that going into into your stocks stock. and, and, and Bitcoin and and you know and other things that I could own just a piece of because if one thing if if it's one thing that happened during the pandemic is that. It just took the market as it is and just went like this and just threw it up in the yep. air. So now you don't even know what you know what what could be the the next money maker or what could really return you some some good investment. So buy it all up. Buy it all up. Just yeah, buy just, it all up. You can't all. lose all of that cryptocurrency that's yeah. out there. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to get away from you know, cause cause really, I'm gonna tell you the honest and goodness truth. When it comes down to it, I'm a businesswoman first and an artist second. That's how we have been able to sustain being I feel like that's the way that you should be, got right? to be. You gotta you gotta handle your business and you gotta be about your money. Yeah. You gotta have T shirts to sell. You gotta have music to download. You gotta be able to go into uh, cups and pillows and hats and whatever you could put your brand Just on. However you can engage your you audience. Can, and it, well and then have your audience buy stuff from you. Yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> for real, that's real important for you to be um, a, a merchant yeah. more than you are a consumer. Yeah, I was watching a video on Instagram the other day, and um, it was a, a woman who had been, I think she was an A&R for, I can't remember, I think it's either Universal or Atlantic or whatever, but she was speaking about, like, um, you know, what artists should be looking for in a record deal. And um, one of the points that she was harping on was the fact that you want to minimize risk for the record label. And the way that you mitigate risk for a record label is to show that you can make money on your own. That's right. So, you know what I mean? To, to tie into the point that you were making just, you know, it's not just ticket sales and appearances or whatever, but it's also like all of this physical merch that you could come up with. It's also all of this downloadable content that you could come up with. That's that, right. That, that affect your bottom line so that you could go to a label like a big label like a sony or like an atlantic or you know whoever whatever the label is and be like hey look this is what my bottom line looks like at the end of the year regardless of what happens regardless of what y'all do but you well you see yeah what I'm well we we we'd like the independent thing because we like to you know where it's at, we right? like to be able to um yeah, so so look 
We like to be able to, um, you know, make our own, make our own situations and uh, be in control of our own situations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, you, hey, um, I've been doing this business for a long time. Yeah. And being independent for me is it works for me. Right. Now, I'm not saying for the next person. I'm not trying to be a slave to nobody but myself. Now, it's don't just, blame you on that. Is, you know, and, and, and as one of the gods of this planet. I, I, I can't put myself in a position to say, oh, I'll sign with somebody. It's got to be ridiculous. The The deal has to be so ridiculous that the win is a win-win for us. You're going to win some. And a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, they Have you had take any? whatever, yeah. you know, just because, oh, it's that brand label. I'm not really concerned with that. My freedom and my independence and be and not thing. being a slave to nobody else but myself is what has got to happen have with you, me. Have you had any experience with any labels where they came to you with a deal like hey, Oh yeah. Yeah, you have? Oh, most definitely what, what with Caustic you, Dames. Yeah. Um you got you got to go look up Caustic Dames. We I mean, you know, we this was from uh 20 uh, two, 2004, we started Caustic Dames, or 2003, right after my husband, Trouble Funk, passed away, Mookie's dad that I told you that does all of our MC, our writing for yeah, rhyming, right. right? We went on tour, yeah, we had many labels come to us, many. Yeah. However, they wanted to turn us into something that we know that we're not. When you look at Caustic Dames, you're going to see... You're going to see empresses. You're not going to see slut ass. Right. You're not going to see that. That's not that's not you're going to see you're going to see you're going to see uh uh women that you know, hey, we might show a little cleavage cuz we feel like we want to be sexy for the day, mm-hmm. but hey, we ain't doing all that extra. You ain't going to take us in no back room and do whatever you want to do to us. And do whatever you want to do. They, they no, nah, and we have been we have been to the mansion parties where we like, what the hell? Okay, no we don't want that. We we've seen we've seen all of that. We know what that life is about. Now you know. Hey, like I said, to each his own. Right. If that's what you want to do, and you want to, and you want to put yourself out there, I'm not selling my soul to nobody. <laughs> right. My soul belongs to me. Yeah. It ain't that serious. Let me ask. For, let me ask you this: as a, as a as a female in the industry, what are some of the traps? Like, how do you see people? going astray um I, I can only, I can't speak for nobody else but myself when uh, labels would call you know or um, you know get a representative to call you hey, you know you know we want to fly y'all in da, da, da. and then as soon when you know we walk in and then it's like take off your clothes <laughs> for what really and that's that's you didn't see me never take off my clothes when you were interested in me all you saw me was get on stage and do my and thing fuck the mic up <laughs> you know, sell my records, sell my my my, my clothing. You know, my T-shirts. Get out there, and I'm hustling, and I'm touring all over the world. That's what you saw. Now, when I walk up in there, now you wanna. I'm not doing that. I'm not, you're not about to shit on me. I'm 55 years old, so I've known this for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? From when I was a young young girl, but singing with you know some of the greatest of the great with my mother Joan Cartwright and the greatest of the great. Um, so I, all of that, it's not necessary for me to have that kind of stature and be 40 million up, but then my soul is 40 million down. Right. 
Wow. I no, I'm good. That's a word. You you speaking on it? I'm good. I'm That's good. And word. I watch people. They net worth is it? You could tell the people. And I'm not, you know everybody got to do what they got to do. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. I'm saying for me, it's I'm not I'm not gonna go all out. <laughs> To, for, for, for a million people to love me and you put me you put me on a pedestal because I let you because I had to lick your ass or some shit I'm like not, that it's, it's just not worth it you know what I'm saying some 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 vanilla sky secret meeting I'm you telling know, you and everybody got the motherfucking go through Harvey Weinstein type shit yo whoever the fuck that white man everybody is. gotta go through a door you getting all of that money you believe yeah some, Don't some, ever get it twisted and think that there's not a price to the millions and millions and millions. Now, once you get to where you at, now you make your major moves and you ain't you might not have to do that shit no more. Mm-hmm. You might not have to do it, but, but just walking in, uh, it's a price to be paid. You better believe it. You better Cut believe it. it. And if you willing, you if you willing, if, if you willing to do that, so that you can, I mean, some of us have to be sacrificed. In order to get to the next level so they can bring other people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a lot of us that are lambs out here. Mm. But then it's a lot of us that are lions like myself that will not be sacrificed. Not and I'll still bring people. I may not be able to do it on no billion dollar scale yet. But I'm working on it, and it's work in progress with the team. So, so let, it depends. It depends on each individual. Yeah. And like I said, I will never say whether you right or wrong. I'm just saying what I will and will not do. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's switch gears for a second. Earlier, yeah. you spoke about, um, you know, you spoke about Papa Duke's father, right? Yeah. Tell me what that experience was like. You know, <laughs> you 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 see where I'm going with this? Like what? Ooh. Like what is that experience like to have all of that that musicality yeah. and 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 energy in, in one household. Like, what what was that about? Like, how was that? All right, so I was real, real young. Oh, where this came from? And, uh... Oh, yeah? So, you know, uh, you know, you. Every, everybody know women that used to be strippers and used to work in the clubs and all of this and all of that, you know, and all strippers are not hoes. Take it from one who knows. Ain't never had to be no hope. Look, I had some in-depth conversations with some with some naked dancers. Ain't never had, and, and they changed my perspective for sure. Ain't never had they to be no hope. Those four-inch heels kept me on deck. That's <laughs> where I met Mookie's dad. All right, all right, and then so he was club. like, "This the last dance." Um, going to the studio. I'm all cute in my twenties and shit. You ready? I'm like. I could sing, you know what I'm saying? He was like, well, damn, okay. Not the <laughs> Took me in the studio. We did this one song. Um, it was a, if you're, when you're all alone, pick up the phone, get in touch with me, yeah. He was like, um, get in touch with me. He was like, well, I need a vocalist. I was like, I could do that, I could do that. And then it just became us being friends and going into the I studio mean, and working together. How many together. girls worked at the club that you worked at? Yeah, that's oh, man, I, I, I mean, 50, 60 of us at a time. We was at Rolex. We was at, we, I was down in Miami. So I was down yeah. in, you know, I was where Luke and them was doing their thing. Your battery low again. Oh, okay. so, you know, so you know in Atlanta, do they had, um, what's the last big event they had? Um, the, didn't they have a stripper bowl down here? No, 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 no. The last big event was an all-star game. But since all-star game, uh-huh. was, yeah. Well, during the last big event, I was talking to a girl. They said they had 500 girls, three to 500 girls in the club, and another 
thousand on the roster that they just could call up at any moment. Yeah, well, it's big business. Sex is big business. Amen. But well, the it, point was the, was the business the, as big back then, or yeah, it? it was absolutely because Luke yeah. and them had it all on lock. You know what I'm saying? And I used to hang out with the hoes because you hang out with the hoes and you go to the after parties. The hoes is the ones that's doing everything, but I can still make my money too. But this is how I met Mookie's dad. I just want to, you know, clarify that. You're talking about how your dad and my man had the Rolex. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we met. And then from there... And then from there, um, Glenn Johnson, Glenn Trouble Funk Johnson, we started going, he started writing, because he was like, wow, he was like, wow, you can, you, you can really rhyme, you can really, you know, you good. And um, so we, you know, did work together and had this group called Lost Cause and and then it just became, we left Florida and came here. We had a click in Florida and we had a click here. And it just, it, it was, it's always what I've done. Like, uh, the stages is my life. That's my heaven, the stage. So you've been, you've been around stages around Miami, which is very influential. Mm-hmm. I actually, I had to kick Baby Luke Jr. out of my car before. Oh. Besides um, Uncle Luke, who are some people? Yeah, that's a story I should tell. Uh. Who are some people besides Uncle Luke? Because I met Baby Luke, and he is a wild boy. Well, so I know I, his dad is wild. I ain't really hang around them tough like that, because yeah. I was always about my money, and I was raising children. So I wasn't really no street. I went, got my money, and came on back home. I had a husband. By that time, I I had got married to Glenn, and you know what I'm saying? So I became focused. A lot of these girls that was in these clubs didn't even raise their children. They were like, I'm going to see my kids next weekend. Nah, I had my kids on deck with me throughout throughout everything. But... I, the, the, I just got frustrated with somebody because they brought their kids along for the weekend. I was like, now you want to raise your kids. Right, so, now all of this time. I've been looking to set this up. And then you right. come trying to be a good mom. I rather have somebody like you that be very consistent when it's Yeah, like, well, I didn't have, you know, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't even an option for me with raising my kids in yeah. any industry that I'm in. And still till this day, you know, all of my, all now all my kids, they're, they're independent. They're, you know what I'm saying? They in their 30s. Everybody in their 30s, they kids have kids my children having children however mom always gonna be there dad always gonna be there real parents are always gonna be there it's just what we do you know what i'm saying it it ain't never no part-time shit with raising kids you either raising your kids or you not ain't no fucking in between did you ever run through a lot of money back then was you like hell yeah so now older now being your older self now i buy land and shit we just got through talking about (laughs) what we We buy stock and land and open up llc's and that's what we do. We, you know, we developing land, and we, you, hey, yeah. every now and then, you know, uh, it is good to be able to say, oh, okay, well, let's have a thousand dollar, a thousand dollar dollars um, shopping spree today. We going but that's rare. We don't do, y- yeah, you know, right. we we be, I, I, we no, be on, a, we be on our investment shit. That. That's boss shit. Mm-hmm. When them pagan holidays and shit come around, everybody spending up all their money. We taking our money and we investing it somewhere so that we can have some money at the end, at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. We got money in the bank while everybody crying broke, you know, for those that celebrate that bullshit. Mm-hmm. You need to be taking your money and pooling it and buying you some land and developing land and getting you some real estate and renting out your properties and 
handling your business. Handling your business. And stop trying right. to live like everybody else because they laughing at us. You don't know how many, them cultures be laughing at us, man, when they be like, these niggas is about to be on all of this bullshit. We're spending all of their money. And the whites, the uh, Arabs, the uh, Hispanic, because I'm Hispanic, shit. And um, uh, the Chinese, the Asians, all of them make all of their money off of us. And we still talking about we gonna go and we gonna buy a thousand, two, three thousand dollars worth of gifts. You need to motherfucking be buying two, three thousand dollars worth of land or stock or open up a, a business and run your business with that money. And I'm telling you right now, you can fuck around if you want to and keep damn listening to what other people say. If the media say go left, I go right. What's the most expensive car you ever driven? Uh, I'm thinking about the money. You talking about the money? You back in Miami? I want to go yeah, back. I'm, I'm, yeah, I want to really. I want to hear about that. I want to hear about that. You know Griselda, dude. What the fuck was going I, on? I, I, really yeah, I want to know how you went down, bro. I no. wasn't in, nah, I've always been what's an investor. Of, so what's the most expensive car you ever uh-huh. had? A, a Jag, I had a Jag, had a Jag before, but, yeah, and, okay. um, but I mean, that, that shit ain't, that yeah, shit ain't right. nothing, yo. Yeah. It's, you know, cars and clothes and shoes, that shit don't mean nothing, man. Yeah. It really doesn't. What, what means something is being an investor. And, and using your money wisely for your money to make more money. Right, you just stop start on some shit now. As no, soon as you no, drive no. the shit off the lot, the shit depreciates, land appreciates. You know what? Land, I, make more money, more money. You no, know, I was, T-Money, I was having a conversation. We probably go to the next hour of the show because I just walked in. But uh, this is an interesting conversation just for the capitalist money conversation. Maybe yeah, I was going to call a timeout right here and play some more music. But yes. Yeah, to the next subject. Uh, this dude had an uh, $80 million house. Mm-hmm. And all he could look forward to was somebody coming over to his house and spending the night with him. Do you feel what I'm saying? So yeah. all that money, and you still wanted something that you could get for free. Right, you, you still need I mean, need who some the company. fuck, you know what? Mm-hmm. You are, you get, you're an idiot <laughs> if you spend $80 million on a house. They was talking so dumb. My, I talk, Pop, this, this is what they was talking about. They was talking about <laughs> we're being uh, conservative, and we want to conserve this and this. I'm like... Y'all not conserving shit in this hundred right. million dollar house. Yeah, how, like, well, how conservative like, is a hundred million dollar house? Not unless house. you that, rent like, that shit out and making money. If no, you rent that shit out and either, you making money, but I'm money. Just saying either way though, like the idea of saying the word hundred million dollars house and conservative in the same sentence, like nope. No, that is <laughs> nope. not. That's like nope. saying personal private jet and being uh, concerned about. Greenpeace. Like if right. Greenpeace or the environment had one private jet that yeah. they just ran back and forth right. or something like that, they had a whole bunch of no, I mean, they no, just, people that don't make sense. You know, don't people, make sense. People don't understand. It's not you know, conservative. Right. Exactly. House, people don't understand like you know like opulence is a thing in the world, right? Like you can you can obtain this level of opulence, right? But at the same time, I feel like it just had to be like also a level of consciousness attached to it, where you thinking about it like, okay, I do have this money to spend, but what is the best use of these resources? And it's not always a big stupid ass car or like a big stupid ass chain or you know what I'm saying? Some shit that's not going to bring any value to your life or to anyone else's life. You know, a lot of times, you know, people get so caught up in like getting it, but then when they finally got it, it's like, okay, what are you doing with it? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's okay. It's okay. I like diamonds and shit. You know what I'm saying? I got a fucking tennis bracelet right. on right now. I worked hard for this shit, though. Right. I ain't going to go out and buy five of them. You feel I me? I got this one. That's enough. And that's enough. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I mean, it's all right 
to 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 uh enjoy yes. your money. Yes. It's okay to enjoy your money, but ten percent of that, enjoy ten percent of that. You know, give another ten percent for charities and people that are working hard Spread and people that, shit that are out. and people that and then the other eighty percent, you need to be flipping that shit. Right. All right, so you let's call a timeout right yeah. there. We're going to take a quick music break, you know what I'm saying, Wait. get into some more music, man. It's TME Live. We got Papa Duke in the building. You know what I'm saying? We got the Mom and Pop show in the building with us. It's going down. It's lit. It's live. B. Diddy done pulled up. Yep. It's going <laughs> down, <laughs> man. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be right back, man. We're going to get into some music real quick, and we'll, t- we'll tune in with y'all in a couple seconds. All right, man. Peace. We'll see y'all at the Mom and Pop show June 28th. Yeah. yeah. Open mic, two hundred dollars. You, um, you got the next. You got the next. The core with the mind pop show. I have email you some music too. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. why I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Mind pop, y'all email y'all email the the three eighty studios. Yeah, he already yeah, we, has we, played oh, one. Yeah, I'm up here. We should be. Good. We should be. Y'all, we got dope check, huh? The bag lady. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we could get into that, and then um, what was that other joint that that joint from Miles something or other that I sent you? My, milestone? Yeah, Milestone, yeah. I like him. Yeah, he was supposed to have been up here with us today, but he had another event going on today at the same time. Yeah. I'm glad he back on the scene. He was out for about a, a year. Yeah, so you talking about coming up here and fucking with us next week, which That's is decent. That'll be a good time. Yeah, yeah, shout out that boy Milestone, man. Yeah, yeah. He was doing his thing. He inspired me to do the cowboy boots. That's his little... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, homie, hard cowboy boots. Yeah, he from, boots. like, Decatur or something. He from here. He just... Yeah. He just, I like it. Yeah, it's different. This little girl right here, this young woman right here, mm-hmm. is my life. You understand? She the reason. I'm, man, put her on tour. She gonna be doing her thing. She'll be having the whole. Hey, Japanese. I don't know who's watching. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, I but I I've been stopping it and posting it and then doing it again. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I, I don't know how to tell them how people watching. It's all good. I did invite oh, some oh, they people. They, so they, they locked in right now. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. Y'all log on to the mindpopshow.com, thepapaduke.com. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mimi Johnson, the triplethreat.com. What you pulling up right now, boss man? Take a quality picture of me, so, 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 so,
some futuristic shit. Higher bitches on the That was so crazy. That was hard. Thank you. That was hard. I want you to, you, um, you should have it in your email. Yeah. So how did you feel about going into the studio for the first time, yeah, like to that. do your own work? I was nervous. I had won a spot with, um, right. with B-Dot in yeah. Hood African with the Royal Peacock. I had won a uh, competition. They gave me like $200 and four hours of free studio time. And mm-hmm. I went in there and I did four songs in four hours, got a mix. Uh, ad libs, sex, did all of it. Finished in 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 four hours. Uh, really, like three and a half hours. I, it was, um, you know, we've been doing it all our lives. You got so, uh, old is that song? Pop? Yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah. he, he still took like forty five minutes to mix all four songs. I did that shit like that. I yeah. Played, I how played. how old is that? How old? Uh, twenty eighteen. So three three years. I did that in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So that's just three years ago. But wow. I'm inspired by everything, so I be having old bars. I be having fucking Ronald Reagan bars, and you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what, 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 I, my biggest part of my childhood is my dad with these O.J. Simpson trials and the, <laughs> the Menendez brothers and shit. I couldn't watch TV, so I be having all type of bars about that. Martin, Johnny you said Fox. you couldn't watch TV. I couldn't watch TV because O.J. Simpson was on and the Menendez brothers was so on. His so his like, like nah. And then Monica Lewinsky the, shit. They was like, nah. Did you watch the Simpsons? I mean, nah. I couldn't watch Simpsons. Yeah, she, you know. Yo, mama didn't care. She was letting the Simpsons rock, bro. No, I shit was Ren and Stimpy and um, yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Butthead. Now that else. was what Mom Dukes was not letting us watch. Mom <laughs> Dukes was like, "Fuck that Beavis and Butthead, y'all not watching that stupid." <laughs> I had shit. an older brother, and I think if it was just me, it'd have been like, "Nah." But my brother was always older. He's real raunchy and ratchet, like a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to, I got to do everything. Like it's like take your little sister with you, and I ain't even want to go with that nigga. Damn. Stank, but we was in there, you know, playing Same video games. Stank. Stank. <laughs> you, you got, got, you got the mouth, I think that my parents not letting me watch The Simpsons mm-hmm. taught me a um, lesson that I should not share with my parents what I enjoy. 
<laughs> I should not. I should not share this with them because they're not going to understand it. They're going to try to cut it off for me. That's right. So then I stopped talking to my parents about like my TV choices and everything. I just kind of just went my own way. Right. We never really like. We don't share music choice. We don't. My um my mom my mom my stepdad my my um, my pops though. We very common very shared. But my parents they were very like oh. I remember, like, oh, we can't watch The Simpsons. I was like, oh, I'm not telling you anything. Right, I'm definitely not telling you. To this day, though. They should have let you watch The Simpsons because now you see Family Guy, and they are off the chain. Right, Family Guy is ridiculous. Like, it's a real ass. Oh, no, I was getting to Napster. I was getting to Napster and, like, all the internet. Yeah, so We used to be on Kazaa. That's what it was. We used to be downloading all sorts of stupid ass shit. That's how I first heard Steel Tipping by Paul Wall and them. So, so I'm seeing all kinds of stuff I shouldn't be seeing, and maybe if they would have sat down with me, explained to me the Simpsons, yeah, then, right. Right. then I wouldn't have gotten to the deep, dark, natural hole that I got into. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because you went on a journey. You went from motherfucking, <laughs> like, right, Pokemon and shit hey, all the way to Napster, nigga, hey, like, damn. Hey, it's like, it's like I did, like, imagine, like, uh... Like Zelda or Link when you go put that backpack on. Yeah. It's all rugged. And he's like, I'm about to, he just like has a knapsack. He's just going on this journey. Mm-hmm. And I just been on this journey by myself. That's right. No, 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 you're not by yourself. You got, listen, you got out now with the little Twilight. Oh, me, me and T Money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I share with T Money people on the road. Yeah. But I had to leave him back home. Yeah. Back home, my mom and dad. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I can remember as a kid. Man. And then my brother and sister, really, because they would snitch on me. Yeah, they but like you yeah. would be surprised the shit that kids get into, especially nowadays. Like, oh, it's since they had access to the internet, you might as well tell them. Right, you might as well just let them do it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of keeping it from them, because they gonna find a way. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Kids are so resourceful, but stick to the rating on the box, yo. Because like, if that's it, my rule, that's that's pretty. I think that's the, I think that's a good rule. That's my rule. And, and then, and then. And even then, still watch it with your kids. I would too. Yeah. Exactly. So, don't, so do both of those. Six or eight on the box, and then watch it with your kids. That's that's my rule. I just feel like you know what, like I'm gonna watch it first. I'm gonna see if it's appropriate, but already it's inappropriate. But if it's on, if it's borderline, you know, I'm gonna let it slide. But they just going and doing the shit on their own, like nah, like yeah. we ain't having that, nah. And I felt a lot of movies were right. a lot of drug and violent movies were hid from me, but sexual stuff and like Friday and comical but a lot of cussing I got to watch all that it was my dad was like no violence and no coke shit no <laughs> no drug shit like blow I remember seeing we had cassette tapes you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. stacked as high as me and right I used to like just pick out the movies that I wanted to watch and I just tap blow and he'd be like no go somewhere else but he'll let me watch like I could watch Friday you know what I'm saying or, or I could watch like Menace to Society to an extent because it was mm-hmm. just Little bit of cussing, it was a little bit of violence. It was it was a um, a life like lesson that you should have learned in it. And if it had a lesson, I, I kinda could, especially if it was black. That was right. that was another thing. Hey let's uh let's get into that milestone journey. Yeah, yeah, let's check that out, man. I wanna hear what he got going on. What's the name of this one? Beach Tone. Beach Tone. Hey, what's the name? Yeah, yeah. If you black, if you a man, I gotta use the best one. And if you want to relax today, you bless your earth. It's a bottle. It's a bottle. Okay, he do be having some conscious shit, yeah. I'm about to show him what I'm
Cause you a king, put your value in your strength Running muscles, building dreams Got a hustle, that's routine They don't love it, that's a scream Make it double, get a cheese Get a woman on your team Ownership is yours, all your shit and force She was slaves, not even the book Had to kiss the feet of the moors They wanna see you now, wanna see you back Wanna see you hang, wanna see you fade I know you wanna see a change Yeah, four like, yards, he quit. That was the end of his athletics. He's like, sports is not for me. This thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, any, any sort of distance yeah. running is, is more about mental toughness than anything, Yes, man. it is. I used to run yeah. cross country. You got to lock in into a zone and be like, I'm staying what's, here or I'm dying. That's right. it. What's Miles' rules on smoking around? You're not going to die. What's Miles' rules on smoking? Miles? No, oh, no, she smoked. Smoke? Yeah, right. she smoked. She just, she's not going to smoke right now. Hell no. She right. wait till the very end of the night type shit. But yeah. Yeah, like we okay. want to be rude and just yeah. break nah, out the party Nah, go ahead, please. Yeah. You're fine. Well, Unless, um, well, you want to perform a little bit, Mom, before, so it don't be interrupted. And it's going to be the tobacco a little bit that, <coughs> what you about to roll, a backwood or a dutchie? Uh, yeah, leaf. I'm about to write a leaf, leaf. up. Yeah. You should be fine, Mom. What's up, Ma? How you doing? I'm great. Man, yeah. tell us, so what is it like being, What what is what is the mom game like? nowadays versus how it how it used to be back in the day like do you do you still think that like there's some old school parenting values out there or is it just like a completely different thing now okay hold on let me um let me answer <laughs> let me what? put this go, go ahead go ahead I, I, let me answer that i'm like i follow question go ahead my mother have a better relationship than it now i am a lesbian and i got a whole lot of bike friends okay so i got a track record of women connections i'm not gonna always say it's sexual or romantic but I, I know black women. We'll believe it at that. Black women and their mothers in my generation have issues 
whether it's jealousy or envy, there is a problem between what, what are we, Gen X and millennial mm -hmm. parenting. You, you Gen X, right? We your, don't, mom, your, mom we don't have like, your mom is a baby boomer. Baby boomer. I'm a baby, baby boomer. boomer. She's a baby boomer. And, and you, I'm Gen X. You're, you're, a, you are a... Z, I thought we were Generation Z. Y. Millennials. You're yeah, millennials. Uh, no, nah, millennials 92. No, no. What, what year you graduate high school? Oh, wait. So if you graduate high school after September 11th, and between COVID, that is millennial. So everybody that graduated oh, okay, high school after September 11th, yeah. when the world changed, and then between COVID, when the world I'm changed. Millennials. Yeah, millennials. millennials. So then, so now the next generation is going to be people is the Zoomers. Those are people that graduated high school from 2020 into the next big right. world change. Into the big okay. So so to, so next now big world yeah, event next big world event that shapes a generation. Mm -hmm. We don't know what it'll be, but it'll probably next 10, 15 years from now, whatever, whatever. Those are Zoomers. The people above me, younger than your mom. But older than me right. are Generation X. That's oh, okay. the Generation X. Okay. Now, those are, those are like real world, like people that were like coming of age in the early 90s. Right. Okay. Which is beautiful. Like Method Man. Yeah. You that got was a good see, time to be out on the street. That's right. You got the time to see how technology evolved. Mm -hmm. And I think because technology has allowed a lot of parents um, to, first of all, we, we understand the sacrifices that our parents had to take. So we're not having kids like that. We're just not. And I think the difference between it is there was less patience back then. Mm -hmm. Black people really didn't have an opportunity or knowledge mm -hmm. on how to fight things like depression or uh, uh, personality disorders. It, 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 it well, used no personality to... disorders back then. Yeah, well, there were. It's just what you were you saying. You was crazy. Yeah, you was crazy. Or, or <laughs> they just having a moment. You know how your dad can't get yeah. No, we ain't hearing that shit. Yeah. Now it's information. It's enough. It's enough resource that you go get help. And our parents didn't have that type of help unless they went to seek it. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest difference. Also, my mama from New York, Ronald Reagan put all them drugs inside of their community. So yeah. she had to fight through things that I would never have to fight through. I'm not, I don't even know what that shit looks like. The mm -hmm. first time I saw a person with a needle, they was putting in their foot, I was on Edgewood. I was 27 years old. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? While some of her... I was watching that traumatic. shit when we was babies it's, watching the junkies and the projects so, in the Bronx. So to me, it's a tighter hole. It was do not go no damn where. It was mm -hmm. less patience that you had on your children. And now mm -hmm. we do have a, a safer environment when it comes to general, mm -hmm. but you still do got to worry about the extreme situations where you go to a movie theater, you get shot up, or it got to be something just astronomical at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, I'll so be worried about I that. I think the parenting too. has, it, it, it's a lot more patience now because we're privy to that we're privileged they paved the way to make sure right. that we could be privileged yes and and now i see parents disciplining their children in a lighter softer way because you can you couldn't afford to do that back then there was no camera phone there was no news that you could really see everybody got the exact same information you were in the same world and now you get to be in your own world you can take your child, register them, and self-teach them, and you ain't never got to have them exposed to the world if you don't want to. Well, back in the day, you ain't had no choice. You had to go your ass out there. You had to meet people. You had to talk. You had to knock on somebody's door to talk to them. Now you text. Mm -hmm. So it's right. just... It, it, you know what comes with that that I was thinking about that is different that you got to watch out for is... You, Ma, you ever heard of an incel? Or mom, pop? You ever heard of an incel? Yeah. Involuntary celibate? You ever no. heard that? No. Yeah, these are people who claim that, you know, the women of the world have something against them and, and, and that they aren't able to have fulfilling relationships with women and as a result, 
they you know they are basically like hermits or something like that and they want to so, so take instance, all of that out on their frustrations out so, on the world and shit. No, no, so for instance, for instance, right? Not not you couldn't you couldn't you you say that you're a lesbian, right? Mm-hmm. Sec you have more sexual choices now. Because back back you know, if ago, you want to label it. it, it was just to connect. First, you know, you, if I'm not having sex with you, it doesn't matter. But, but yeah, it was just to say. You can that say I gotta, this out loud now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. You could. You could. You could, you could even say it out loud. You could even not. have that choice. I, I feel like you. was a thing. So some people in the incel community feel like if they went back to them not having choices, then they would be able to get more women. So right. so there's like a whole so there's a whole thing on the internet right where it fits it fills into. The more sexual choices women have, the less exclusive, the less families are built up. How do you feel about how sexual choices and things that you're able to do affect the community and whole? Are are marriages are people not getting married because women have more choices, or you think that it's better? Oh no, we figured out. We figured out that that, that come on now, talk to me because I because because I realized I was because I was feeling like an incel T money. But I get pussy. I'm about to answer it for you, but I'm glad you said it. Yeah. Because well, I, you know, I can't relate, bro. Like I have pussy problems. Like I have to yeah. eliminate some. And I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Yeah. It's a community of motherfuckers that's struggling. Like y'all and they feel a way are. about Baby, it. Y'all like, know who y'all are. I can look at y'all uh, and tell y'all know exactly who y'all are. I I, I never. And I, that, that's just for people. So so some people feel like women making more choices is actually stopping them from having meaningful relationships. <laughs> so you want us to settle for your non for your goofy ass? What, it, and then that's then, what they that's their argument. Their argument okay. is that since they have few very few options, that one of y'all should just feel sorry for me. And throw me some. No, I don't know. That can't okay, happen. I I don't know those kind of people. Well, like, that's the thing. It's a Yeah, I'm so of a grown woman, thoroughbred that yeah. like you can't even be in my space with that bullshit. So I got. I don't even know what that is. Black, black I don't even know. Are, <laughs> black people, black people are being married less now than they were back then. Oh no, okay. you So do you think that has to do with women being able to choose niggas? Absolutely not. Women have always yeah. we have always I, been I, able to choose. Absolutely. We not. have always been able to choose whether we want to be with women or whether we want to be with men, whether we want to be with both. Mm-hmm. We've always had that choice. Did did we bring it out into the public? No. I think actually it ain't nobody's damn business how much pussy you get. It ain't, yeah, no, it ain't, ain't nobody business how much pussy open. she gets. Mm-hmm. I think that we need to keep our personal endeavors and our personal lives to ourselves. Right. Unless you are creating a, a, a platform that is helping other people to figure out their sexuality, it ain't really nobody's business because people ask me a lot, you know. So. Well, because well, uh, people don't, they, they can't call it. They don't know if I got a king. They don't know if I got a queen. They don't know if I got both. They don't know if I'm married. They don't know if I'm single. Yeah. Because I hang around so many gay people. Because yeah. my daughter's gay. And all of the people she hang around is gay. And I love all of them people because a gay party is the best fucking party in the world. <laughs> a fuck ahead of a sexual party because them niggas, all they want to do is see where they can stick their dick in. And that's the issue. And that's uh, where, really, that's I mean, where it became an issue. Yeah, they were not, it's not about... They're allowed to cross, dude. And don't want to choose that bullshit no more. But like, that's all right. We're not choosing the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, stereotypical it's, black man no more. It's, I got you. It's okay. I, I'm, I'm with y'all because I'm really trying to get on my shit and be a better man 
And then I, I understand that when I'm ready to compete, get women, be a better man, and then I understand that things will follow. You having more choices is not the reason that I am not in the place I want to be. Right. In, in and you having more choices as well. Yeah. Because men have choices. We all have Tell choices. Tell me about it. Yeah. Right. I mean, the you choices. You don't have to subject yourself to that. Yeah, my, my whole yeah, thing. You don't, oh, like, the internet, Instagram. Like, you don't have to be with a, a girl yeah. that say, oh, well, you ain't driving no Lamborghini and you ain't buying me no diamonds, so I don't fuck with you. Excellent. I mean, you yeah. don't have to have that kind of woman in your life. You can have you a down-to-earth sister that or, or however many you want because believe it or not I'm telling you something right now we get way more dick than y'all get pussy right that's for sure we're the ones who you choose. can best believe like, we're the choosers come on now. we're the choosers and so when you think that a man out there oh and he got this and that and this and that nigga we let you honey that 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 female probably <laughs> got like 10 men to your one fucking woman yeah, if right we, if we want to that's if we name. want to if we want now to. is that a good thing i necessarily don't think so if you have two or maybe three guys that you're dating women that's cool but you can't be giving the puss up like the shit is a motherfucking entree or a buffet available for everybody you can't do that see and and, and my my issue with it is that i think that men men either men either but but see the thing the thing that men be doing that i think throw a wrench in the whole game is that they just assume that like by dealing with a woman that like it, you know, like the pussy is like by proxy or whatever, but it's like no, bro. Like you, you have oh, to earn just, that. That's just possession. You well, have to earn that. If that's a woman, me. if a woman make you earn it, you see what I'm saying? Because a lot of women just that. be like, here, here goes some pussy. What if, what, what if that's what <laughs> I be watching do? the damn Lauren Lake show and this woman, she got four, five people. <laughs> she don't know which one is the baby daddy. All right, well we done broke it down. You got. That one is the baby daddy. This one is the baby daddy. No, well, it neither one of those are the yeah. baby daddy. No, so do you know, it's but like, gotta do a girl, job stop throwing your damn foot yeah. all over do, the place. See, that's gonna be a revolving door all the time. Every adult, regardless of your sex or your gender or your identity, yeah. you just need to be responsible when it comes to having sexual activity. and 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 be and be protective. Protect I mean, responsibility. Yourself. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. people begin pussy they don't deserve, and then. <laughs> Then that's when niggas start acting like I'm supposed to get all of the pussy. It's like, uh uh-uh, uh, homie, no, no. Yeah, you get all of it. Some of that you pussy you not qualified for. You got lucky, you feel me, and you got you a couple of pieces that you wasn't supposed well, you to got, get. Well, you got, you got chose. You, yes. you got chose. How you even know that she's even that quality like that anyway, just because of the way she looked? The case in point. You I mean, point. so friendies, ladies. The ugliest fucking girls are the prettiest looking girls. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it's real. subjective. It's, it's case by case. It's who you dealing with. It's not so much what they look like on the outside. It's who you dealing with as a person that make the relationship like worthwhile. Right. But at the same time, you know, I like I said, you know, I do think that it's a lot of men that's out here like collecting them and capturing them they like just Pokemon. Want a tally mark. They just want a tally mark. Yes. You, don't like, you don't even like women if you're just fucking. And it's just it. like, bro. You don't care about anything. Like, like, but you women allow that shit. Yes. You, women y'all, allow that shit. fucking up the whole ecosystem with that. Just make it. sure you don't deal with no <laughs> the ecosystem. They fucking right. up the whole, the whole pussy yeah, game is, is, right. is fucked up. The susu. And the thing about it that's funny is that like, you know, I run into, I be sometimes running into these niggas and they just be like, oh man, I'm finna, I'm finna woo up. I'm finna. She gonna tell me about her backstory, and I'ma just weaponize that shit and get the draws and be out. And it's like, okay, like I, I see your strategy. I feel you on that, but like, where is the efficacy in that? Number one, and then number two, like, 
what do you get out of it? Like, what you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you get just, a shot. Yeah, you just fucking to be fucking. You get a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you get, get an orgasm and you get, get a shot. You yeah. fucking to be well, fucking or whatever, and it's like that to me. I think is what be throwing the wrench in the plans, like of. If the goal is to have like stronger black families and like keep our community together and, and stop all of this nonsense that be going on in these streets, if that's the goal, then your objective should be to find one of them and and keep that one. Like you supposed to be doing enough as a man to keep that one that you found, bro. Like instead of being like oh, all over the place, right? Oh, there's something wrong with this well, one. Well, you know, like, and you know that the, the one thing that you have to understand is that you have to experiment in order to know what you want. Right. I mean, you know. But that's what your 20s is for. Uh, that's why you go to college. Yeah, that's I was going to say, you shit, that's why I went to Southern, nigga. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just go through this bitch well, and, and see what, it, <laughs> see what it's doing. You got to do Defenders let it go. The blue, goddamn it. I think that we have all been there. I think that we have all been there where we decided that we wanted one night stands, where yeah, we decided that, ooh, you know, because I mean, you, you got to know that us as women, we are sexual creatures. That's why y'all get all the pussy. I'm telling you. Okay, so don't don't get it twisted and think that y'all in control of nothing. No, you know, unless you raping a, uh, a bitch, you ain't decided, really in bro. control of right. nothing. Unless we'll be you be decided, you be getting chose. That's what it is. We're, you be getting selected. And, but, but, but and both, we just choose. have humility. Just like she's choosing you, you choosing her. So right. let that choice be a good choice. And it doesn't have to be this, I'm taking from you while I ain't giving you nothing back. Right. right. Have some humble about the person that's sharing the body with you. And my thing is, if you're just tally marking to say that you fucked her and that's it, you ain't even try to be friends. I had a nigga tell me he could never be friends with women. I was like, nigga, you gay. How you not gonna be friends with a woman? Why don't you want to be friends with women? Women should be in every single thing. That's why we rapping and we rapping better than you niggas. <laughs> but you gotta make sure that the connection is aligned. That's all it's about. Outside, like, get over the sexuality shit. Get yeah, over we, That's what we do with our treat platforms. It as a person. We always. We always keep some good women of female opinion around. You know you got, what I'm saying? I mean, like you, you should want women. Right, it's every, like a house you plant. Want like that. You, you need that. You because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you where the world got <coughs> fucked up at. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. world got fucked up at. Okay, because Adam and Eve, which y'all don't understand, is that Lilith was before Eve, mm. and Lilith was like, "Now nah, fuck that shit. I'm not bowing down to you niggas. I'm, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a god." Look, you gonna you, I'm not gonna do everything you say. We're gonna submit together. Yeah. We're gonna submit together. So the thing where when people started excluding women out of being out of leadership. Out of scripture. Out, out of, of scripture, language. out of out of leadership, that's where the world became a fucked up place to live. That's right. That's where greed came in because man thinks that they are it and there's nothing else. Well, um, How you got I'm it? an empress. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no man leading none of my businesses. It would have been if my if my babies, you know, my, if my husband did, hadn't passed away. If my husband hadn't passed away, then he would be my king. But I don't have a, a, a man. I I have a very special person in my life. Hey Cortez. Hey, hey Cortez. <laughs> What's up, hey, Cortez? Poppy. Yeah, yeah now you see she's yeah, straight. Hold it down, I have boy. a very very. He's very special to me. And, but we have our separate lives, but then we have our lives together. Right. And we and we respect each other as on a, that. But as far as, like, when you start excluding women you from your up. situation, even if you know gay men, gay men got 
Dave Judy, not Dave Judy's, um, the gay women have their Judy's, which is a gay man. Right. Gay men oh, have yeah. women that they hang with. Oh, so I have See? a question. So as a yeah, dude, I was about to, as, as a dude, as a dude, right, that has girls around him that's in the entertainment industry, it's it's hard not to want to fuck them. Right. Tell them that around. you get to fuck them. Ain't nothing wrong with ain't nothing wrong with that. You get to fuck them, especially right. if but you want to do but it. Be, but you know what? You be can't real with your shit and don't belittle them after you get some. Yeah, you but should, you should be empowering that now. Be yeah, yeah. be be real with it. Okay, so I mean, I can't I can't even count how many times uh, it was just like, hey, how you doing? Oh, we splacking. Remember back in the day, the splack splack of Ellie. What the fuck? Keep uh, fuck. This y'all y'all are not the first ones to invent a whole lot of fucking. Yeah. Fucking been going on since the beginning <laughs> of fucking time. How's it feel as a woman to be in, in a situation where the the guy the guy wants to fuck at you and you don't? How's it feel? Well then it's then I don't. It's a no nigga. It's a no, I mean that ain't no. You ain't no feelings it's just cold like no, it's just like this. For now. What we'll do see I need? What, we'll what, see what why do, do I want? To why do I want to have sex with you and fuck you if I don't want to fuck you? Because this one of what the, the, one of the questions about? I always had, and like y'all could correct me if I'm wrong, but I hear this all the time. Like that, women, they know whether or not you gonna get some pussy like initially, immediately, like from right. the jump, from the tip. We already know. Like, I'm, I'm fucking this nigga. Yep. Right from the dribble. So now it's just like about what you do in between then and. The, the and don't point. say nothing stupid. Leave your mouth closed. Okay, so, so since y'all since y'all answered that that part of the question for me, this is my question. I want to know what it is that you think men could. What is it? What, what what would be some advice that you would give a man like that that's just out here trying to fuck? He, he ain't really trying to you know develop no relationships with okay. none of y'all like that. Go ahead, no, finish no, no, the question. All right. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm a heterosexual woman, okay? So that goes to show you that I right. have sex with men. Mm-hmm. All right. So at this point in my life, you know, I, I, at 55 years old, like a nigga can't really come up to me and really talk. Don't Just don't say shit. But if I decide <laughs> I'm going to choose you, nigga, I'm going to choose you. Be on your sit ass. your ass over there somewhere. If you motherfucking look good. I'm in, I'm in a friendship relationship when it comes to my sexuality so i don't share myself but right. only with one person i like the fact that mom dukes is still out here like nigga this pussy coming to you boy yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up right. she'll, she'll, the she'll, fuck she'll up. come oh, right up to you i like the fact right i've always been the chooser you yeah. man, come here come here what is, okay that's i like the fact that it's still going on and I, you know, all all of my baby's fathers, the the men that I married, the 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 men that uh, the man that I'm with now, um, I have always been the chooser. However, yeah. I'm a very confident human being and a very confident woman that I could have ten fucking fifteen men. Right. So that's I de- I've always decided that one was is good, good enough. I mean, we all. I think all of us have cheated in a relationship at one time or right. another. There ain't no more. Or at least had like a wandering eyes. You know, well, I'm wondering, no, I'm saying wandering, wandering, wandering puss and dick. You know, it, I mean, yeah. because yeah. we're we gotta fuck you because yeah. we're curious. Because we're curious. We're sexual beings. Our spirit that we hold inside of us. Uh-huh. But that that this meat suit we got on. That meat suit wants some pleasure. You know what I'm saying? So you have to understand who you are. So just think of it like this, guys. 
and women that just want to, because women do it too. You think women ain't got no long list of check? Right. <laughs> check. Women doing the same shit. I feel like, that, okay? I feel like that's but more the, common than what men be doing. be careful. Be aware and always know that as many people as you're sharing yourself with, you're sharing yourself with all of those people that they're sharing their self with sexually and spiritually. And you will find yourself drained trying to be with all of these different people intimately, be right. it sexually or just how we are now. When we leave up out of here, we're going to have a drained energy. It's going to be a good energy, right. but it's going to be a drained energy because we're giving ourselves it was to an each exchange other that went on. right now. There but as exchange. far as sexuality, yeah. come on. If you are not smart enough by this time to know you can't be having sex with all of these different people, yeah. all of these diseases that are out here. You gotta treat yourself with respect. So if you're that one that wants to have this list of a checkoff, have a fucking you, boxes and boxes and cases of condoms. You need to talk to Make all. sure that you are protecting yourself. Don't be going down on everybody and putting your mouth on everybody and be strategic in your exploration because that's all you're doing is exploring. Right. But ain't no condom. And it's not a bad thing. Ain't no condom that's going to stop them spiritual diseases, though. Yeah, that is going to be, be self awareness. I'm just, you know, nah. Right, right. Shut up. So, I, I mean, that's kind of like a big question they be Talk going to around, too, like soul ties and shit like that. You need to be careful. Ties. I don't feel A lady, girl will leave her panties in your damn hamper. The dirty ass pants. I don't know. I'm always washing my panties. I don't have oh, panties. But I'm just saying for bitches and oh, women don't that don't that don't wash their panties and they just drop, they might drop their panties, put it, might put it underneath your mattress. You never know. Cause the root is real. The root is real. No, no, she really might real. take some of her push juice and throw it in something that she damn cooking Boodle. and have your ass on lock. Really? You no. never know. So be careful. Be just look. You ever the got, one you thing ever Cardi B like said, she said, so um, had, be, so she for, said, be careful with me. For a whole year, yeah. I had a corset in my closet. Really? And I had corsets and panties, like in like. Uh, and you uh, was attracted uh, to her for that whole year, or no? I had like we had been having sex off and on, but I just had got rid of it recently. I realized like. She left it there on purpose to fucking to to put that root on. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so be careful with me. That yeah, that man. song that Cardi B um, sings is called "Be Careful with Me." Be careful with when and and you have to demand mm -hmm. that people are careful with you as well. Just because you're a man doesn't make you emotional and unemotional and vulnerable. You are as vulnerable as we are. Yeah, we're just so nurturing and we're so emotional and y'all emotional too. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I have seen men I have goddamn break it. down because the push just ran away. And I'm like, yeah. are you serious right now? I she, thought, I thought you don't worry about it. Yeah, Boosie cried on the ground when a girl changed her titties she was like, I love them titties. Right. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Titties? Titties. <laughs> they're my favorite titties. And, yeah, they, and in his defense, they was decent at first. They was decent titties. Okay, but that's some, that. that, that but, <laughs> no, he real like crying. Yeah, but that, 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 like that shit right there. We agree right, right, right now. Why, why are you going to get like that when we talking about that? Nah, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about some real shit. You know, I'm talking about some real shit. I know, like, she ain't going to about this shit. She don't even know who Lil Boosie is. Oh, you the titties? Oh, my God. You the titties? Oh, nah, 
talking about like you really, really like somebody. You really, really like this chick. And and it seems like y'all, you know, are getting along good and y'all are becoming friends and everything. And then she's like, uh, I'm moving to Europe to go and work with my band. Yeah, that hurts. And you ain't yeah. gonna never see. You might, you know, you might see her from time to time, but long distances, long distances don't work. Don't shit don't work. Don't be ever crying. You be thinking about that girl that went away. Right. Yeah. yeah. To Bossier City. Right. She's still in Bossier City. Right. 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 She done moved to some small town in yes. the Midwest. Yes, sir. And ain't fucking with you no more. You feel away, Alabama. And best believe, Katy, Texas. And best believe, I guarantee you. If she can get yes. your dick, she she get another dick somewhere else, honey. Yeah, that's, that's what I hate so, about it. So just just be just be. I, I, we so, have to respect ourselves respect and make self. other people respect us as well. I think that's very important. People will that. do to you so, what you oh, allow yeah. them to do to you. So, so men and women respect yourself, and others will talk, follow. Talk, I want to change change the subject. All real right. quick change space, but keep on saying subject respect. And it's been easy to go out and get people on a dating scene because of technology nowadays. But what about it's been for you to reach out to people that you respect and people that like trying to reach out and network? Have you had success? What are some experiences that you've had for reaching out to somebody that you admire and trying to get something accomplished? Have you ever tried to reach out to a celebrity or something? Nah, I I'm, a, I'm my own fucking celebrity. Shit, I look at myself in the mirror and be like, damn. Yeah. You know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm my own. Or the time you had to build a team using the internet that you really is really glad that, you know what, if this was 1987, you wouldn't have been able to do it. You wouldn't be able to do it. Because right. I do think technology allows us to pull shit together that we would it not does. have been no able to pull It up. most definitely does. Yeah. Now, now my, my guy that I'm with now, my, my oldest son, he was like, Mom, you're not dating. I'm like, I, I, Cortez and I have been best, best friends now for about five years, but. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's like, it. yeah, it's official. No, nah, it's official. But I don't. Like I'm that, best friend. Look, I'm about to no, say that's what you should be. But I'm saying See, I don't share. I don't share. Point. I don't share my body that's, or my intimacy, having intimate kiss or hug with nobody but him. But okay. look, this nigga's in my will. Okay, so. What the fuck? Right. I don't need no paper from no white no, man telling me that that's my king. You know what? And I now, but let me just finish this one right, statement. I, wanna, I apologize. So, so, so it is offensive to say that. So, so Robert said, what, "What's what's going on? You're not dating. You're not dating." I, I was dating this one dude, and you know, my family really didn't like him anyway. So I was like, "Fuck it." It was all good, but it, it just didn't work out. So I kept to myself. Right. So he was like, "Go on POF." You know, and I was like, okay, that's why I met my dude. Oh. I wouldn't have never met him if it wasn't for POS. Hey, one time for technology, man. One time for technology. Now, now keep in mind, I dated like about, I want to say, like, went out with like about four or five guys. Right. And they were all fucking assholes or arrogant or I can't stand a person. Okay, you got this, you got that, and you arrogant. So what? Everybody got cars and houses and shit. Nigga, are you fucking feeding with goddamn homeless people? Are you out here being a part of saving the saving the universe and saving the world? That's what fucking makes me feel like you you do you think, this shit. You think this eighty seven? You think they would even had a chance to get a date with you with how their attitude and shit? Especially was? if you was at the Rolex, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh nah, man, it was circle. so man. Let me right. tell you, people used to fucking come male men and women, but especially women. Yeah. Man, when I was in my younger days and all of that, you know, yo, what's up? You know, you need to be a part of my squad. And look, I had three pimps. 
Those was my children. Robert, Anthony, and Vernicia. Them little niggas pimped the shit out of me, so I didn't need to be in nobody else's squad. First of all, I ain't need to be in nobody on nobody else's team. I had my own team. I've always had my own team with my husband, right? I ain't I I'd have met I'd have met people like um Ella Fitzgerald and Roberta Flack. And and my mother is Joan Cartwright. So all of the rest of these celebrities that y'all think are celebrities, they ain't got shit on the people that I've met growing up going to the Cool Jazz Festival with my mom, with Joe Sample, and uh, you know, uh, um, with, and work work working with Rudy Ray Moore, being one of the nasty dancers back in the day and shit like that. Yo, I ain't starstruck for nothing but myself. I'm starstruck for that one right there. I'm her biggest fan and my mama's fan. I'm being, seeing somebody, I met many celebrities. Hey, how you doing? It's all good. You know what I'm saying? More power to you. I'm on my journey. You on your journey. If you, if I ain't eating with you, first of all, I don't give a fuck I mean, about what you got. So I have a question. I'm a Dolomite fan. Dolomite was Eddie Murphy's first movie in eight years. You know that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what? So you saw Dolomite? I did. Well, you, we didn't want the original Dolomite. Like it's that we we are in the presence of somebody who worked with Dolomite. I was about to say when he was. So what do you think about the movie? Like, the movie was good. The movie was very good. It was very well written, and it showed a part of Rudy. Uh, we we used to call him Mr. Rudy Ray Moore or Mr. Moore. We hardly ever called him Rudy, but for those of us that were on tour with him, we toured the Cotton Club and we toured, I was 18, 19 years old. I was a young, tender tenderoni, right? <laughs> he was, such, first of all, he never had a bank account and he keep a fucking wad. I think fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 in his hand at one time. He, he didn't trust banks. You saw that in the movie. He always had cash, cash money. His journey, was a struggle. He kept on pushing and kept on pushing. He used to open up for Nancy Wilson. So me and this girl named Tina Roberts, we were one of the groups of, because he had many different nasty dancers, Rudy Ray Moore, nasty dancers. He had many, depending on what city you were in. But one thing I would say about Mr. Rudy Ray Moore, he was always so kind. He always wanted to feed us. He always wanted to, he wasn't no big like liquor and drug person, mm -hmm. so you really couldn't do a lot of that shit around him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I mean, when whatever so he be did, thinking them two is synonymous. No, no, no. Whatever he did, he did that shit in a back room somewhere. You ain't never see him. No, he never did no sexual advances. None of that shit. He was always so respectful, and and he was always so ready to work. And when we when he called on Tina, Tina and I, which we had this manager up in Philly, they were, Rudy wants you and Tina to come on. So y'all have y'all routine in order with uh -huh. your little outfits and da 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 da, da you know. Um, and one thing I could say about Rudy Ray Moore was that he was a very kind and gentle man. You know, you couldn't fuck with him now. You 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 have to be kind to him as well. You know what I'm saying? And if anybody ever got out of order, he knew how to put your ass in place. But Rudy Ray Moore was one of the best experiences that I had in the entertainment industry, especially as a young girl. All right, so let's uh, let's put a bow on it with that. And um, uh, I know y'all talking about y'all had some of y'all want to perform for us, right? Yeah, you got a you got a track, you got an instrumental track. 
What's going on? Let's give a shout out to our audio engineer. What's yeah, your man. name? Smoke. What is it? Stony. Stony. What's up, Stony? Boy, Stony be doing his thing. Sure. He ain't earning his money, bro. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yes, indeed. But we about to go ahead. And uh, I'm gonna finish back. this one. Y'all gonna have to see it on the next yeah. one. East Coast. It could be. It could be anything you want. Um, just something that's um hip hop oriented and not too damn fast either. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Got, 87. It, eight count. Yeah, 87. No tra- I don't think it's gonna be fast like trap or. Nah, yeah, like girl, an 87 girl, count something like that. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? I can't stand that. I can see. Need like one of the old Nas beats. Yeah. Like if I rule the world or something like that. He didn't get his airdrop together so he can. What, yeah. what, what rhyme am I, I doing, Mookie? I got some instruments I, Whatever you want to do, ma. I'm going to do that like old school and show told some classic. Uh-huh. What you going to do? I don't know yet. Oh, we, we could do the mind pop. We got to hear this track first. And then I'm going to tell you. We should just do the Neo Champagne, the one we usually do. The Mind Pop Show, this is how we do it, y'all. Log on to themindpopshow.com. Check, check. So the way we gonna, way we gonna, we gonna start this off right here. Uh, check. Yo, yo. Like old school and shell toes, I'm classic, prolific, linguistic. Pass the microphone, I leave your ear canal twisted, gifted. Philly roller, royal and control ya. Stop so infantile, you need to push it in a stroller. I never stole her, another nigga's thunder. Fools can't see me like Stevie Wonder. I'm underground, this just in, I'm kicking up major dust. No room for disgust, broken English is the custom. Habitual, ritualistic passion. Little Buddha brings abundantism satisfaction. I get my thing in action. My lingo leaves them blasting when I come out and blow, blow off them. Toss them in a coffin. If your shorties often flipper like a dolphin. Straight stomping them to sleep for the cream it. Nothing to be squeamish when I flip broken English. Back off. Uh, I don't need you to correct my broken English. Back off, genius. I don't need you to correct my broken English. Back off. Back off for these. I speak to my G's and broken angler, broken anglo knees. Please keep it there. Just the dialect. Hold up. Uh, and, and, and it's just the dialect. When I hang, we don't gang bang. We just hang. Dialect. I words to my mother's brother Ben and my cousin's mom Jemima. I'm the rhymer, smoking, soaking, hymer. Climb the charge backwards with my eyes closed. I hear heights you never seen. Sniffing snowflakes up your nose. Rugged flows. I'm never breathing softly like I'm horny. Shit, please believe I vibe and weave like Sigourney. In and out of traffic and I'm verbally sporadic and the tongue got just sprung. I'm the habit. You're an addict. Dag Uh, had it up to here with your faker. Watch me break my English down like them do it in Jamaica. Huh. A street level, uh huh. Revel in my blackness. Now nah, this, this ain't, ain't no, no act, act, my nigga. I ain't no actress, <laughs> uh. And with the wicked styles that I practice, I might stick that ass like a cactus. I'm not illiterate, not even a little bit correct. My broken English ain't no finna have a fit, nigga. Huh. We not illiterate, not even a little bit correct. My broken English ain't no finna have a fit, huh. nigga. Please. Please, 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 please
Please, please back, back up off of these. I speak, I speak to, to my G's and broken ankles. And broken knees. Please uh-huh. keep your damn degrees. And it's just a dialect that Did I should like when I hang, nigga. TheMindPopShow.com, baby. Dot com. Y'all make sure y'all log on to the website, TheMindPopShow.com. we see y'all June. I mean, June 28th yeah. at the core. Open mic. Hit something else. Hit something else, folks. We get another eight from Ma. Just open. Uh, 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 and another eight from Ma. She ain't got no eight. All that shit, 16, 16, 16. Yeah. She ain't gonna stop rapping. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Come over on this side. You want me to? No, I, I actually want you to know. You ain't got another track? No, yeah, yeah, this yeah. one. This oh, you like this one? Yeah, this one. Okay. Yeah. Um, um. Basically, you flip. See, I be burning, burning hot. Whoa, ho, ho. At 32 degrees, niggas freeze. When I cock and squeeze, yo, I burn MCs. TikTok. TikTok blow up spots like terrorist plots. Yo, 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 it's too hot. My style rocks like gravel. Put words together like some nerds playing Scrabble. You babble. Easter's in the house, so skedaddle. Scram, scat, or face the fury of the cat. Nigga, fuck that. I blast like the 6 6 of sad. Slugs crash into that ass to make it thrash. Around on the ground, you girls lay it down. Notice I personify that east side. Bound to catch you sleeping, so buenos noches. Flow that scorches and burns like Olympic torches. Cautiously, I approach the microphone because I ain't no joke. I'm burning hot, yo. At 32 degrees, niggas free. At 212, yo, I burn MC. Call me that felony repeater running heat off in your spot. MCs, I be burning. Uh-huh, burning burn hot. Whoa, ho, ho. At 32 degrees, niggas freeze. When I cock and squeeze, yo, I burn them seeds. TikTok blow up spots like, like terrorist plots. MCs, I be burning. Burning, burning hot. Whoa, ho, ho. Nigga. Whoa, ho, ho. <laughs> better know it. It just changed my life. Oh. It just changed my life. Oh, <laughs> wow. Man, that's how you that's how you end the episode of TV right there, yeah, man. It's your host, AT Money in the building. What's going on? How y'all feeling? Peace, internet. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? What's Make the sure name y'all... of the show? This is TME Exclusive. TME. This is T-Money Exclusive right here. This is my man, B. Diddy Dollars right here. Wealth you know is to saying? be shared, not owned. May all your pain be champagne. May all your tears be tears of joy. Hey, look. Hey, look. Keep jumping. <laughs> you gonna dunk? Just keep jumping. <laughs> yeah, that's all you gotta do. Keep Just jumping. keep jumping. Keep jumping. You gonna dunk? You gonna dunk. You gonna dunk? Thank you. Just keep jumping. So much. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. We, 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 we get high. Yeah, let's let's yeah. quick it up. Y'all, somebody got a phone? Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. Well, we on it. I'm lit. You know yeah. I mean? All right, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>